Mmm, that's good. Alright guys, welcome to a new episode of Digital Coffee. I got a lot of things brewed for you that is going to be really good. I'm your host, Brett Dicer, as always. So let's get on with what's, what's, what's in the tech news. What, what you're listening to. Why are you listening to this? So, um, Snapchat did a redesign. Yes, I know. Snapchat did a redesign. Oh no, the heavens. Heaven forbid. Kill them all. Kill them all. Because that's what really people have been doing because they just don't like the redesign. Now, I've played around with it. It's not bad. Uh, it's a lot more user-friendly than the original, but people are just having a hissy fit over it, saying that the old one was better, which technically wasn't that great, to be honest with you. It was a little hard to navigate for a lot of people, so for the users that love the old design, it, was, it wasn't that great. It really wasn't. You could figure it out eventually, but it really wasn't that great. Let's just be honest with you. Uh, so they did this. People were upset on Twitter, of all places, and now people are clamoring to get this back to the original, and the CEO's like, nope, we're not going to do this. But th there are reasons why uh, Snapchat is actually doing this. One is because they haven't been doing very well in the stock market. Uh, they've been hemorrhaging money pretty bad. They haven't been making a profit. They haven't been uh, getting as many users as they should or as quickly as uh, Wall Street wants them to do. So they've had to figure out a way of doing it. Now last quarter they actually did make a lot of money or more money I should say or it actually looks like a more positive upflow. However their user growth isn't that great in general. It's kind of like what happened to Twitter. Yes I do follow their financials on the on the stock market. I think it's important to do that. Uh, it's easy to do that actually now with your smartphone, so that's what I do. I follow Facebook, I follow Twitter, and I follow Snapchat. Uh, those, are all, those are the only three that are on social media that actually, well, are publicly traded. So I just really don't see the whole, heaven forbid, the sky is following, the following? Falling. The sky is falling, excuse me, uh, because a redesign happened it's just weird. Now, let's take it into contrast, and Facebook has done a lot of redesigns, and people haven't been upset about that. Guess what? People moved on. They got used to the redesign, and there we go. Same thing happens here, but no. Heaven forbid, they changed. No. Why would you change? I know you're all humans in the business, but why would you change? That's what I kind of feel like everybody's doing. It's just not, it's just not cool. It's just not cool. So, like I said, it's not a big deal. Really, the redesign is not the biggest deal in the world. I think people are making a bigger fuss about this in general. And let's see how it goes. Now, if a whole bunch of people don't like it and they start losing even more people, then it's time to panic. But the redesign isn't that bad. It just kind of changed where you find all your snaps. So you find more of your friend's snap in a different menu. You find the media in a different menu. So they basically sec uh, section them off in a way. So could be good could be bad there's just this new trend in social media where they're all trying to be uh, caring about what's going on with everybody and making sure that everybody is okay and no one gets hurt by the russian hacking and all the other stuff that well some people actually believe i don't really necessarily believe that at all but it is what it is so my advice to you don't sweat it it's just a redesign just learn it You'll be fine. 
this will not hurt your life. I guarantee you it will not hurt your life whatsoever. It may be a little uh, inconvenient, and that's fine, and that's perfectly reasonable to be a little inconvenient, and you may not like that, but it's not going to be that terrible of a, of a thing. It is just, the, this is what it is, uh, and we can move on from it. I mean, that's, that's, I mean, we're here to learn, so why not just learn a new, a simple new thing? That's, that's my motto. It's not that big of a deal. But moving on to, well, everybody's favorite, Russian hacking. So not only is CNN and all of them like going gaga over all this Russian hacking that supposedly may or may not be happening. Uh, I don't really know. And I don't, I'm not going to like sift through conspiracy theories to figure out if it's true or not. I mean, yes, there's a lot of nation states that don't like us and that's perfectly reasonable to be on your guard, but I don't see a lot of the cause for it. So, I mean, the reason why I'm really talking about this is because they have just as much pandemonium as everybody else does. And it's kind of, it's really weird. It's kind of disconcerting at the same time. I don't really understand why they would do it. Uh, frankly, I just wish they would stick to technology in general. I get it. It's all about hacking. But we've been through this months and months and months. And all we've kind of led to is 13 indictments of supposed Russia, uh, Russia people and a California man that sold uh, fake uh, identity basically is what he did that's all we got i mean it's not really looking to be the great conspiracy theory we we're all hoping for but no unfortunately the tech media for the most part is in san francisco and that usually means if you can do kind of you know reasoning is that they're usually going to be far more progressive that means they're going to pick up on every little thing that's either diversity for superficial reasons because most diversity nowadays is all about skin color well so that's what it is it's all about skin color really don't understand why uh it's been like this i don't understand why they always talk about diversity when there really isn't much diversity in the tech media in general they're all kind of you know the same group think like oh yes this is great trump is bad uh progressivism is good diversity only skin deep diversity or superficial diversity good diversity of thought bad uh and i mean the list goes on and on or if you do disagree with them you racist bigot homophobe xenophobe whatever whatever just the buzzwords that they everybody all loves to use and even though racism and xenophobe technically are the same thing i don't really I don't understand why people are always redundant about that, but they usually are. And I'm like, okay, dude. Yeah, keep your words and your Z's and your Zers or whatever 80-something or more agendas that there are, which they support as well, which there's nothing wrong with that, except that there's no such thing as these other genders besides the two that we know of from biology. But yes, the Russian hacking is terrible it's awful just like every other hacking that's happened in the past two or three years from sony to uh equifax which was terrible but mind you and it was still terrible because there was an update on that and it was a bigger hack than reported because they're trying to save themselves from a pr nightmare so why not give more bad news later on no one else knows about this 
So there was that. Yeah, that was pretty bad. But yeah, I mean, back to like hacking in general. Hacking has been going on for quite a while. It's just been getting worse and worse amped up. It's just we're trying to find, a lot of times we're just trying to find like a bad person, a bad thing, a bad nation, so to say. So we can say, ooh, look, see, they're hacking. We must get them because they are not our friend. They are our enemy. Even though in America, nine times out of ten, a lot of other people are enemies too. So that doesn't really, you know, doesn't really make sense to me. But Russia is the enemy. Now, I'm not saying that they don't actually do this. I'm just trying to find more of a common ground here of saying, okay, what are the facts? They could or could not be meddling. Was it that big of a deal if they meddled or not? Did they change the election? Probably not. Um, since... I'm pretty sure the whole wave was in reaction to the last administration. So saying that hacking happened and it actually affected the election, it may or may not have. I don't think it affected it in that big of a way. I think a lot of people have a stake in this. I think a lot of people have um, kind of vested interest in continuing the story of the Russian hacking plot. And I don't think there's a lot of merit to it beyond they could, they are hacking and they are trying to manipulate, but we don't know to the, to the extent of how they're manipulating. See, that's the thing that we all need to worry about. No, well, obviously when you worry about the hacking part, it's, it's bad in general, but we also do it too. Don't think we're all a high and mighty like, oh yeah, we're not hacking. Yeah, we're hacking. I mean, we hack, we hack our own as citizens. The NSA does. Yeah, it's pretty bad. But we're not we're not innocent in this. China does it. North Korea does it. Uh, a lot of other, basically almost every nation that has the capacity of doing it does it. It is a part of well, it's a part of espionage. It's a part of warfare. It's called cyber warfare. It's all a part of that. It's all it's it's what you put into it. Um, but. I really want to see more concrete evidence. I don't want to see, well, Trump's tweet said this, so therefore it's all bad. So, because he tweeted this and he tweeted something and we don't agree with it. So everybody get on him. Yay. That's what I'm seeing. I don't like the tech media is doing it. I think we need to spend less time on this and more times on, uh, on more thing, more like interest in other things like, why are we getting hacked so much? What are the what are the solutions for this? If there are any solutions, like that type of thing is far more important than supposedly Russia hacked us and supposedly, well, not supposedly. I'm pretty sure they do. I'm pretty sure they did. Uh, but supposedly it affected the election, which I don't know if it did or didn't. So that's another problem we have. So I'm wondering, like. When does this investigation end? When does this witch hunt from every almost news source out there that's not conservative, because usually it's conservative, it's going the other way. When does this end? What's the end game? Are you going to find somebody, or is this just going to be perpetual? There is a boogeyman somewhere behind you. They are going to hack you. Because if it's that, then we're not. Then it's just perpetual fear, and perpetual fear doesn't doesn't help anybody. It doesn't. So. I really wish they would focus on other things than Trump's tweets because they're so offended about tweets. I don't know. I, I don't really, I don't read them. I don't read his because I don't care. 
because he doesn't his tweets don't affect my life and I care more about what he does than what he tweets because he can tweet whatever the heck he wants and I'm like okay well whatever it's our president ladies and gentlemen ha ha but yeah so final thing less way less about Russian hacking and more solutions I want solution based articles now I'm tired of these non-solution based articles when are you going to stop doing non-solution based articles stop it stop it now it's it's just no good it's no good for anybody anyways moving on to Peter Thiel Yes, if you don't know who he is, he is uh, one of the co-founders of PayPal, and he was one of the early investors into uh, Facebook. That's kind of his claim to fame, as you as you can say. But uh, his thing w- w- was is that he was a, kind of a giant in Silicon Valley. He did a lot of great things. He made he made a lot of really great moves. Um, I mean, almost everybody uses PayPal. I use PayPal, so if you kind of want to give me some money through PayPal, go ahead. Shameless plug. I'll stop with that one. But um, yeah, he he's an interesting fellow because he doesn't go with the same thoughts as Silicon Valley. And Silicon Valley, as I said before, is very progressive. Has very progressive uh, thoughts. They all think the same way, which is a good and bad thing because it's great because you can get a lot of things done. And, and if you're in agreement, you can move on from it. It's bad because no one actually questions if the if what you're doing is good so there's another problem with that so he's moving to LA because he's tired of Silicon Valley's groupthink basically he's tired of I'm pretty sure probably getting slandered upon I'm I'm guessing about that one so don't don't take me on my word but I'm pretty sure he's just kind of tired of the same ideas that are just wrong I'm gonna say now you're like what wrong yes most progressivism ideas come from a good place but they're implemented terribly and they're just plain wrong just just wrong just wrong in general uh so he's moving to la which i'm kind of like yeah uh, uh peter come to orange county we're not as progressive you went to la which is still massively progressive what he wants to do or what they're um, proposing or um, guessing is that he's going to start his own right-wing media company, which I'm fully uh, em- embrace that because we need more different ideas. If we don't actually have different ideas, it's just going to be really bad for us. So I'm all in. Uh, I'm all. I'm all in for it. Um, I don't really care. I just think we need different uh, opinions to be out there and not the same ones that people actually, you know read like for example never read salon uh read the next web with a grain of salt read TechCrunch with a very big grain of salt it's like sea salt but like 10 times bigger it's like cc sea salt yes i made that up but you get my point uh, now w- what does this all mean this all this is kind of uh it kind of means that uh, it's it's a game changer because, like I said, he was a titan in Silicon Valley. He's moving away. Also, mind you, he's also uh, thinking about leaving Facebook. He's on the board, uh, which I, I kind of want him to stay because he's probably one of the few voices that's libertarian. 
But I understand if he wants to leave because, like I said, he's just frustrated with all of it. So there's that. So what does this mean? Well, this means that it's it's a big shakeup in Silicon Valley. I mean, it's big news. Almost everybody was talking about it. Um, it's even bigger because maybe there's a new conservative movement in L.A. I'm probably saying more no because I do live in California. I do kind of know like the politics. But it is an interesting move going from Silicon Valley to L.A. It's a lot cheaper, too. A lot cheaper. Not long. Well, that's debatable uh but anyways yeah it's just one of those things where i want to see where this is going i think this is a good idea i would rather him come to orange county because it's a little bit more conservative here but you obviously want to go to the place that uh, you want to reach and la is ideal also silicon valley is ideal but he may just be tired of all of the crap just be honest it's 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 the crap. It's it's a big crap. It's a giant crap. Because if you all don't know, um, it's just Silicon Valley's been having a tough time in general. They have been basically uh, doing things that they shouldn't be doing, like firing conservative voice because he says, hey, I want to write a 10-page memo about kind of my feedback about diversity and how we can get more women in there. By the way, I'm going to give you some harsh truths that may or may not be wrong you can you know do the research for yourself but please read the 10 page memo but don't read the 10 page memo slander me basically you know do threats against my life because that's always fun and uh you know fire me eventually and then i'll sue you and then you'll say i have no regrets i'm talking about google and the famous google memo yes that did happen yes that was kind of one of those things where I was like, hmm, I'll read this memo. Not as bad as everybody say. But that is more my bigger problem, is that Silicon Valley is so, not just that Peter Thiel's leaving because I think it's huge, but but Silicon Valley is so homogenous that the ideas are, are homogenous, which basically means that no one checks themselves if this is a good idea anymore. It's just, oh, we want diversity, we want equality, which I'm still trying to figure out what that means. What does it actually mean anymore? Since, granted, men and women are different. If you think that they're not, I'd advise you to, you know, just open your eyes and pay attention. Uh, but men and women are different, and I don't think Silicon Valley gets that. And I do think there is going to be a shift going on eventually where, uh, well, A, people aren't going to be actually building businesses in Silicon Valley anymore because it's too expensive. But B, we could be seeing maybe a conservative shift in tech. I would be all in favor of that. Like I said, more voices. I'm more of a center conservative uh, for the tech podcast, if you don't know. And I'm, I'm more than willing to say that. Uh, so you just know my biases because it's my biases. I usually never agree with most of the tech media out there. Um, but this is this is where we're at right now. It's kind of a very interesting thing that where we're at because uh, it's just how social media is, or the companies in general are handling conservative voices, which is not very well. So you have that. You you really have that. It's, it's just one of those things where it's like, what is going on in this world? Why are we doing this again and again and again? But. It is what it is. You, you really can't. I mean, 
I always wish for different of I different ideas and opinions, but sometimes the ideas that are brought forth from one ideology is just so bad that I'm like, nope, don't really want it anymore. Don't really care about it. Nope, not going to do it. Not going to do it. Not going to do it. It's kind of the thing. So, I mean, that's kind of like where I'm at with that right now. Now, you could disagree with me, and that's completely fine. That's actually great. I love disagreements. I love talking about disagreements and coming to a mutual respect, even if we don't agree. That's been mostly my philosophy for several years now. I think actually probably more, even longer than that. I'm being a little modest about that. But anyways, this is actually going to be a short episode because it's a three-day weekend, and, you know, I want you to have fun. But what are your thoughts about this? Do you agree with my assessment about Snapchat? Do you agree with my assessment about um, tech media and how it's kind of, it's just kind of being like crazy about the Russia hacking, which is still pretty bad, but not as bad as what they're making out. What do you think about Peter Thill and him leaving Silicon Valley? Let me know in the comments below. I will see you next week, but as always, follow Digital Coffee on Twitter, Facebook, at Digital C O F F E with just one E. I know I misspelled it because the other ones were taken. Also, follow me on Gab as well as Dicer B. I'm also on Minds at digital underscore coffee. I'm on Twitter. I mean, sorry, Twitch at digital underscore coffee as well. And if you like this podcast, please consider supporting me on Maker Support or Patreon. Also, uh, also, if you like t-shirts and coffee mugs and you like tech then go pick up a t-shirt or a coffee mug in my store all right guys i will see you next monday have a great week later